Hi, Mama. How are you today? I'm excited. I always say my favorite time of year is when I need to wear a jumper for the first time. And you definitely needed a jumper this morning here in North Carolina, finally. It's still boiling hot in the afternoons, of course, but I will take the cool mornings for sure after a very long, hot summer. Unlike my daughters who refuse to wear any sort of jumper, fleece or jacket, and they just stick to t-shirts until December. So with a fresh, crisp new season and shedding the summer clothes, maybe you're even wanting to store them away in a closet somewhere, but you just haven't managed to find time for it yet, or maybe you don't bother with that at all like me, we're going to talk today about what to shed, what to stop doing once you've finally reached the point where you've had enough of living by your to-do list and feeling like your whole life is dictated by that piece of paper or your planner or that app on your phone because we're all out here with something we truly want to do for ourselves, something we may have been longing for for years at this point, but we're telling ourselves we can only do that once everything on our to-do list is done and ticked off, giving us a nice blank slate so we can start fresh tomorrow and definitely make time for our passion then. And we all know that this never happens because every item on your list, of course, has another two, three, four or 20 actions that come along after it. Emails that have been sent out get a response. Appointments that have been made require attendance and summer clothes that get put away need replacing with warmer clothes wherever they are and on and on it goes. So go grab a notepad and a pen right now and let's go over the three things to stop doing when you're just ready to start living life at home in a way that feels new and fresh and crisp and like your eyes are finally open to the world and the possibilities around you. Hi Mama and welcome to Stay Up Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up, pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believed there just wasn't enough time for me and that even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And I'm sharing with you here what I've learned. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you're capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. Let's go. Okay, so let's get right into this. Three things to stop doing when you're sick and tired of living by your to-do list when you're wanting more freedom in your life. So this was me. I was so overwhelmed by my to-do list, which I kept on my phone in my notes app. So it was always with me, always ready for me to keep adding to it whenever I wanted. And I was adding to it all the time. Anything that popped in my head, on it went to be remembered for later. And that list, of course, got longer and longer. I certainly wasn't crossing things off at the rate that I was adding them until the list itself began to be pretty meaningless, really, in terms of getting things done. 
because it wasn't a to-do list at all. It was a list to remind me of all the ways I was failing and all the things I've never managed to get done every time I looked at it. And when this is your thought about your list, that you're falling behind, that it's all just too much, what you create for yourself is complete overwhelm, a feeling that sits so heavy in the body. And this is where I was when my middle daughter took my phone one day and somehow deleted my entire list. I was so panicked and I tried everything I could to restore it and somehow get it back, including spending hours googling what to do, but somehow it was just well and truly gone. And so what happened after I'd been convinced for years that everything would fall apart if I ever lost access to the 80 or so things on my to-do list? Nothing. Nothing happened at all. I didn't miss any appointments or let my home fall into disrepair or lose any friends or stop feeding my kids or forget to take them to school or forget to keep the house somewhat clean. Life carried on, of course. I was just living without my safety net of having this list to hold on to, which felt awful at first because I'd spent so long being tethered to it. But soon I began to feel the freedom of not having it. So the first thing to stop when you're sick of living by your to-do list is to stop living by your to-do list. You don't need to look at your list to know what you want to get done today. That's something you know within you. It's a knowing you have in your body and you can choose to trust that if you want to. Because how did you come up with your to-do list in the first place? Did it start maybe from a cleaning plan you found on the internet or a meal prep app maybe, or a workout combination that someone told you works for everyone. There's nothing wrong with all these things, of course, but when you believe you need your to-do list for you to even have a clue what it is you're doing today, that's an indication that none of it has come from you and what you believe is best for you and your family. And that's so common because we're never taught to trust in ourselves. School is about knowing what your teachers want you to know so you can get good grades. And having a job is very rarely about learning to trust how you choose to spend your work hours to get what you want to get done, done. It's more about doing what your boss wants and the way they want you to do it, even when you know it's not the most efficient way for you. And so we create and cling to our to-do list to create safety for ourselves because having a list gives us the impression that we are in control. Not having a list suggests a lack of control to us and therefore a lack of safety because there is no clear path to getting done what needs to get done as a stay-at-home mum. No mum wants to feel unsafe, especially when we're already dealing with feeling rather lost as it is in our identity, lost in our true purpose and in our worth, which now more than ever feels like it lies in our productivity because we're certainly not getting paid or praised in any way. So we feel we need something to show for why we're here and why our existence as a stay-at-home mum is justified. But safety is not found in any list or in following someone else's plan for the day or someone else's script for how we speak to our kids or to our partners. It can only ever be found within ourselves. It's a decision we make to actually listen to ourselves and the wisdom we know is already in our bodies and to trust in that, knowing that we always have our own backs along the way. 
So the second thing to stop doing when you're tired of living by your to-do list is to stop living in the now as far as your decisions are concerned. Being in the now is really a good thing, definitely. It's good for you to be where your feet are, to be in your body, to experience your feelings as they arise and allow them to be there rather than resisting them or ignoring them completely. But when it comes to decisions about our to-do list, we want to stop focusing on being in the now and start focusing on making decisions as our future selves. Because the you who is focused on the now will likely always choose, for example, scrolling on your phone for some easy dopamine hits over tackling, say, a full closet clean-out. And this isn't just about having a preference for more pleasurable things. You'll also find yourself doing some unpleasant things like multitasking when you're focused on being in the now. Because multitasking is you deliberately distracting yourself from whatever it is that's really going on with you. You're putting yourself in the fight-flight state where you're struggling for survival. So with multitasking, you're signalling to your brain and your body that this moment you're in is not safe. That you have to rush, rush, rush to get through it as quickly as possible and get out of it now. Of course, you might be wondering how on earth you'd get anything done if you stop multitasking because you haven't even managed to get everything crossed off your list yet as it is. But this is exactly the problem because as long as you're signalling to your brain that you're overwhelmed with things to do by trying to do multiple things at once, which of course research has shown only ever makes things take longer, you will only ever attract more of the same. Doing more only ever creates more to do. And right now, you think that everything you're doing day to day is really important and really urgent, but it's not. There is so much we do that's not our priority at all, but we do it because we think we should based on outside expectations that never came from us in the first place. So the key here is to come out of this and start indicating safety to your body to show it that there is no urgency to get things done because this is not a desperate scrambling life or death situation and the way to do this is to pick one thing on your list that will make the biggest impact in bringing you closer to the next version of you the you you want to show up as in the world and then give yourself 30 minutes to get it done set a timer Really decide that you will get it done in that time and focus only on that one thing. So notice how you feel when you're thinking that you only have one thing to get done right now. To me, it feels open in my chest and expansive and light and airy rather than the overstretched, tensed, annoyed, activated feeling I have when I'm telling myself I have 20 things to get crossed off my list today and really just setting myself up to fail at the impossible. And again, make sure that what you pick to get done has the biggest impact on bringing you closer to the next version of you by making this decision based on what creates more time for you in the future. So that might be training your kids to load the dishwasher, for example, which you think you absolutely do not have time for right now, but which actually saves hours and hours of you stacking the dishwasher on repeat in the future. So now, finally, the third thing we want to stop doing when we're sick of living by our to-do list is to stop allowing distractions to take us to a place of, I can't do this and I'm never going to be able to do this. I can't tell you how many times I tried to exercise with my three daughters around and got interrupted 
over and over again to the point where I decided there just was no point in even setting up my mat and I just gave up entirely. It may be true that you can't exercise without being interrupted at this point in your life. Although you can certainly train your kids not to come knocking on the door unless someone's broken a bone or is bleeding. But this doesn't mean that don't exercise at all and don't take the steps that you want to take to become the future healthy fit version of yourself. What it does mean is deciding to be okay with interruptions ahead of time. As I've said on here before, a time hacker concept that I absolutely love and live by every day is distraction happens in your brain, not in the room you're in. When we accept that this is true, that distraction happens in the brain, just like focus happens in the brain, then distractions suddenly no longer need to be removed for first before you do something. They don't have to be seen as a problem at all. You simply plan for them and you trust yourself to go right back to whatever it is you're currently getting done once you've handled them. You can remind yourself that you created the focus in the first place and that you can choose to go right back to that focus whenever you want. This is brilliant because you can really see that you are always fully in control of your reaction to the distraction. So by minimizing your reaction to it, you can choose to become undistractable, even while chaos reigns around you. So this is how powerful and capable you truly are as a human and as a mum. So take these three things we've talked about today. Number one, consciously choosing to no longer be available for living by your to-do list. Number two, stopping focusing on the now as far as your decisions are concerned. And number three, stopping multitasking altogether and really let them go. It is safe to do this now. You have your own back always and you get to create the life of freedom that you want for yourself. Okay, Mama, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would love it if you could take 30 seconds to share it with a friend. And also, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a quick rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. Okay, it's time for me to go to dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is Jumpin' Jumpin' by Destiny's Child. I hope you'll go and play it and dance to it too. Okay, till next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.